story. Welcome to Power of the Boys. My name is Caesar, And I'm Karen. And it is a sunny Sunday. Beautiful Sunday We're outside afternoon. lounging. We should have said that last time. We should have we mentioned that we were outside and there's going to be little birds Ambient chirping. Ambient sounds. You know? We live in the forest in the middle of LA. The jungle. For real, our fucking neighbors have like hella plants. and The rancho. For real. <laughs> All right. So today we're doing. I thought you were going to do like, sorry, I thought you were going to do like the David Attenborough. Mm-mm, setting place <laughs> and today we find ourselves <laughs> we've got roosters all right so today we're doing shadow and bone right yeah that's the new the fantasy young adult fantasy i'll let you, I'll let you introduce it because uh, you're a fan oh i mean i'm i guess i'm a, I, I mean am i a fan i just listen i listen to the audiobook mm-hmm. for the first book Called Shadow and Bone by Lee Berdugo. It's a young adult fantasy series that was recently adapted. That was recently adapted uh, on Netflix. Yeah, which is why she's reading it because she's a poser. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, oh no, I started, I started reading them, and then I just stopped. Mm-hmm. I was like recovering, or I was suffering from uh, Game of Thrones withdrawals. Okay, and I'm like, oh, I really need another fantasy series in my life. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with what you thought of the first episode. Yeah, so the first episode, like, there's no really, like, main, like, big ticket actors in this, except for Ben Barnes. Who's that? I mean, he's not even that, that, like, big ticket of an actor, but, like, he has a following, you know? Like, I I recognize his name. Yeah. So what did you think of the first episode? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was good. I I think it was, like, a good, like, uh, world-building episode. I mean, I, I guess it could see, it could be a little bit jarring to just jump into the world without any explanation on like the power system or whatever. But mm-hmm. I always appreciate that, like, like just going. Yeah, it's just like that's. It just feels like yeah, this is how the world is. You know, sometimes you just you just pick up things along the way. There's no, you don't need a full on like exposition part because yeah. like why why so, would you do that? So you liked the first episode, or you did it? Yeah, I did. I liked it. I agree. I think that the way they introduced the magic was pretty, you know, like not super complicated. It's like one of the main characters is like in a fight club type thing. And then like some guy like shows up who has powers and like everybody's not, well, we're not going to fight him. Kind yeah, because he so has powers. It's yeah, unfair. It was like a, a simple but effective way of introducing that this world has magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I like the way they handled that. I mean, I think there was some things that were a little clunky. But because, like, there's, like, it's all, like, young talent, right? Like, new is, like, I mentioned the really only recognizable name is Ben Barnes. And they didn't introduce him in the first episode. Okay. But they, like, foreshadowed him. And they showed him, like, wearing rings and, like, this black cape. And that he's supposed to be, like, an ominous figure. Okay. So let's set up the world. Specifically in the first episode. Like, tell me what we're watching. But just, just talk about, like, the big points. So, like, we start off... At this camp. Yeah, we start off at this camp that borders something called the Fold. And it's just like the Shadowland that splits the country in half. Think like like WandaVision, that force field, or like Annihilation type. Yeah, where it's just like 
complete darkness all at all times and there's like these creatures called the Volcra. Yeah. Uh, that are like carnivorous and attack people. So like a good third of the episode is spent setting up this character who I guess we're supposed to believe they're like they're just an Asian, average. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A- of Asian descent? Yeah. Is that the name of the Asian characters in? They're called the Shu or something, right? Yeah. I think it's like Shuhan people. Yeah. So it's like so the world itself is like based on like Eastern European Yeah, like Slavic, like Slavic Russian Slavic. almost. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like that's like it gets its inspiration from that and so the bordering countries are like an Asian country. Which makes sense because yeah. like a lot of those like Eastern Bloc, you know, USSR have a lot of like Russian fluidity, you know? Yeah, and then like so it was like an Asian country to the east and then like a like a snow country to the west or whatever. Um, so they, we set up this character. What's the main character's name? Alina. We don't know it yet, but we soon learn that she's going to be the chosen, the chosen one. one. And she's kind of like the, you know, like she's kind of the outsider. She's made out to be the outsider in the she first episode. She doesn't fit in. Which is the trope, right? It's yeah. the trope of like all YA, right? young adult fantasy. Do you think it, it hasn't been done like this since? Well, like what's, what's the one that like really solidified the chosen one, like female lead? For for me, it was Hunger Games, right? Yeah, but I, I think Hunger Games was a little different though, because like she didn't have magic. Yeah, you know, like it's just, literally it's a skill that she learned. But she on like her sacrificed own. herself. Yeah, but she's like becomes like a martyr and yeah. like or whatever. People like, put her on a pedestal. Right. So this character, Lena, has a friend who Who's essentially like gets you know Hunger Games chosen, like <laughs> Katniss's sister. Yeah, to cross and, into the fold. Right, and then she finds a way to, because they work in different parts of, I guess, this army thing, yeah. and she finds a way to like go on the same mission that he gets chosen for, and that's inside the fold, and then we see like the they get attacked, and then like this flash happens, so we're to assume that she has magic of some sort, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's this other story of this gangster who's like trying to make it big. He's got like he's like aspirational, right? And he basically sees one of the he's at the end of his little story arc. We see the person who survived the the flash, yeah, the the fold flash. That's kind of the the gist of the first Mm -hmm. episode. But are there any like big themes that you noticed in the show that maybe weren't as apparent? You know, when you were reading it. Well, when I was when I was reading it. The main character is not Asian, at least. They don't, like, make... In the first episode, they really pile on to the fact that she's an outsider and, like, nobody likes her and they don't even serve her food in the canteen. And, like... Was that a good choice or a bad choice? I mean, I I guess it's, like, it makes it so that she has a personality right off the bat. Uh, Because, like, she's, like, an outsider, right? Yeah. Whereas in the book, she's an outsider, sure, but, like... It's not for any reason other than she's just, like, a strange girl, you yeah. know? Like, she's, like, a shy person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that makes her a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Because she's kind of... I think I think she's a kind of a boring main character. When, when did the book series come out? I think 2010s-ish. 2010s? It's not that old. But I mean, maybe... Did... I want to say, like, maybe 20, 2011. But it makes sense that they made... I mean, Invincible is a recent example of, like, a character who... I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if the the character in the comics was Asian. I don't think he was. He never made a point to like point it out. But I mean, they didn't really do it in the in the show either. But he's his mom is Asian. Mm-hmm. The yeah, voice Stephen Yoon and, and or Sandra. No, but also the 
the mom is Asian in the show, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. What I'm trying to say is that, like, it's like a, a of the times kind of a thing. A choice. Yeah, but, like, it's, like, purposely, like, situating it in the time because, like, the people who still read this are probably PLC, right? And, like, it's both a cultural thing as well as, like, a business thing, mm-hmm. perhaps? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, just to re- reflect the world a little bit better, right? Yeah. But I think it's smart that they did this because it, it makes sense for the world. Like, they they do talk about, like, a, like na- the neighboring countries that, like, they don't have good relations with their, like, na- neighboring countries. Yeah. And so, I, like, I, I feel like that makes the world automatically feel more lived in, where there are people from different places with different beliefs. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Game of Thrones when they introduced that, or even, like... I mean, Attack on Titan didn't do well, but there is, like, an Asian race that's recently gotten brought up in the new season. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it definitely feels like there's more to this world than just, like, yeah. you know, like, the the protagonist. Because a lot of these YAs don't really deal with, like, different types, right? It's usually just, like, like for Katniss, it was never really, like, a thing that she was white or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and, and it was one of those things that are, like... Katniss could have been a person of color, like a woman of color, because like she's described as having olive skin mm. and like almond shaped eyes, and so people, a lot of people, I remember that assumed that she was Asian because of that description. Mm-hmm. But then the the creator was like, she could be, but also she doesn't have to be, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. I but think like, that was an interesting choice for the show to make, and I commend them on that because I feel like it makes the world feel more yeah. real. So, what do you think the first episode was about, really? What do you think it's dealing with? Like, I, I don't know. If I can really point to, like, things that it's trying to, like, process. I think they all ha- kind of have a message by design because, like, you know, they're YA and, like, they're trying to like You had something. the power inside yourself this whole time. Well, I recently watched this video uh, by Nathan Zed on YouTube. It's called, uh, like, the end of the dystopian teen fantasy. Mm. Um, and he compares, like, all the ones that came out. And he starts with, like, Hunger Games. And then he talks about, like maze runner and uh the divergent series Mm. and the one of the trends that they all have is that like they have this cool concept or this premise except for divergent and they all kind of end up in the same place which is like there's this bad society was i guess it's specific to the dystopian genre but it's this bad society and then what they do is to like try to replace the government that they're in and like they Mm -hmm. all do that and that was kind of a detriment to it because like it kind of killed the genre yeah like, it's just not, it's not viable. Like, even yeah. the last Hunger Games didn't even perform the same way that they Yeah, like, stuff. when you're fighting a society, then you're just fighting a society. Like, what happens after? Yeah. So, all that all that to say that I'm trying to figure out what this one is trying to, like, mm. you know? Like, what what's social? Like, because I feel like even Dune has, like, a, a social message of, like, reliance on fucking, you know, like, it's about addiction, but it's also about, like, this rare spice or whatever, you mm. know? I guess this isn't very much the same, though. It's just the magic system that's that they have lined up, and the way that the, it's like a court system. It's like the the magicians. If you have magic, like you're automatically put into this like kind of like military. Yeah. They militarize the magic system. Yeah. So. Like attack. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like finding a way to militarize the magic system. Yeah, and like. I guess also, like, because she's an outsider, the the main character is an outsider, and, like, her magic is very rare. It's like, well, what has actually been said? Like, what are the things that, 
like what's propaganda and what's not propaganda. Mm. Like that's what the book deals with. Yeah. Okay. Like what should you believe? Like should you believe what people tell you or should you trust your gut? Mm. And like it's like the main character trying to trying to come to that realization and like trust yourself and trust your powers and come into her powers. Mm. But it, it's also like uh <laughs> It sounds like revisionist. Like there's a little bit of like revisionist, like the great lie kind of thing going mm. on. Like attack, you know, or even like Hunger Games, the fourth one, third one, where yeah, they like, like make like, like that propaganda video. Yeah, or like they just lie, like the government lies. Yeah, sure. It's, it's like, or that. the giver, you know. Mm-hmm. So my favorite part of the first episode was the gangster story, which is like the guy who who has like his little crew, like his little posse, who like. They're trying to. They're trying to just like. I, it seems. I don't know. Maybe I, I misread it, but it seems like they're just trying to be taken more seriously. Mm-hmm. And then they they link up with like a kind of a bigger gangster, who captured the only survivor of like the Flash from going into the fold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gets the information. This is spoilers for the first episode. And he shoots him in the face. And like I don't know. I, I feel like I, I was like in it when I was watching that. Also, I got to say, like I, it's maybe i'm living like bougie now but we got like a sound system <laughs> and it was so much more immersive like even though like watching them go into the fold which is just basically like pitch purple or pitch blue like darkness in a ship and like there's like things floating around but it looks kind of like a cgi mm-hmm. but because of the sound it was able to immerse me because like you hear like the big like tuba or like swelling ominous ominous sounds you know yeah so that was cool but yeah i really liked that story because it felt like these are going to be like the side character like the b plot and like they're eventually going to like meet up with them Mm -hmm. because like you know it's it's they're essentially just like bounty hunters right yeah i mean they're i think they're like criminals yeah they they get the job that they get is like finding they're, Alina, they're thieves. Right? They're thieves. I yeah. think. They're like they, they get hired on to take But they look like lovable. You yeah, know, like, like, like scamps. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> I think so that story is actually a spin off series. Like that story is a spin off series from the main series, which follows Alina as she like discovers her powers and then the thieves, the lovable scamps are like a, a another series called the Six of Crows. I think and like it just deals with that and I I think the show did a really good job of like combining the two mm-hmm. uh like it didn't feel like it, like it still felt like it was all in the same world in the same universe yeah it takes takes place after so it's like a disjointed story or timeline kind yeah of and it, but it also takes place on the other side of the country right or where that's separated by the fold so I think like it shows like even though they're the same country this like huge black hole divides them and like you know the other country just felt like more metropolitan like there were more like there were different people but also like it's it's you get the sense that they understand it as like they understand it conceptually but like there's they still had that like i feel like the leader right i don't know his name but he had that moment of like contemplation where he was like yeah i guess i'll do this like i'll go into the fold but he still seemed nervous because, yeah. like, I don't think anybody has really seen it like that. Like, it's every, it's understood conceptually or, like, in the abstract. But only the people who've actually been can really, like, mm-hmm. say what it's like kind of shit. But, I, I mean, I thought that was, like, interesting because it's, like, the disjointed timeline. Maybe I'm a sucker for, like, the out-of-order timeline mm. stuff because you find out that, like, they were their, their entire story was taking place, like, after, after the, the events of yeah. Alina. And you didn't, yeah, I, I think they did a really good job of, like... 
introducing them and like, oh, they have this job. What's this job going to be? Yeah. And then, you know, as the story develops, you're like, oh, this already happened. Yeah. What did you think of the the romance that they're setting up, which is classique for classique for the way there is a little bit of a love triangle. But I think I told you as I was listening to it that I was like really attracted You're to like the horny listening to oh, okay. <laughs> that the the voice was for Ben Barnes's character, the one we haven't met yet. Um, but he's like this like this like hot dark guy goth guy like nobody oh, understands oh, oh, him okay you know uh and then mal can fix him mal who's alina's best friend and we like are introducing this like to him in the story in the, in the first episode and he's the reason why she goes to the fold he's more of like the like the pita i guess strong, maybe not the pita the gale like the strong silent type <laughs> yeah like the i'm like tough but yeah. like I'm so cool. I can't share my feelings with you, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. I love you and I've loved you all of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the characters obviously like each other and they like being around each other, but because they grew up together, they don't know how to love. They don't know how to like bridge that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like romantic tension. Yeah, like the classic story. And that's you know, like Moesha and Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Or T and Tamara and Roger. I don't think that ever happened. I think it like happened for like an episode, and then they were like, oh. "It was like weird." Yeah, I was like, "That's strange." He was like, "You got happened. served." I mean, it was strange when it happened with Hakeem and Moesha. Yeah, well, that like ended it basically. Yeah, like everybody hated. Nobody really liked it. <laughs> it just it, it felt kind of thrown in. So, welcome to the Moesha podcast, <laughs> Moesha. Um, Moesha. I mean, if 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 this show could take a page from Moesha, I'm just kidding. Imagine. So, is there anything else about the show that like stood out? Like, does it have substance? Is what I'm trying to ask. Like, is there is there more than empty calories here? I think we're still recovering from like Game of Thrones. Hmm. At least I am. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm still recovering from Game of Thrones, and I don't want to like fall in love with a series yet, like a fantasy series yet, because I'm scared they're going to disappoint me. But I actually really enjoyed um, some of the fantasy shows that are coming out now. I really enjoyed The Witcher. I think it's like similar vibes that like Mm kind of not the strongest first episode, but enough to hook you. I mean, you really didn't like the first episode of The Witcher. That was fucking boring. And I I thought they didn't do a good job at like introducing you to the world. That one was a a harder first episode to watch. Yeah. But I think the series overall, like the first season was really good. It It was really enjoyable. After the first episode, so I'm kind of like like it's it's showing a trend that Netflix is like interested in yeah, the fantasy. Yeah, yeah, like Netflix is interested in is putting in money, so I'm like looking forward to the shows that are like developing. Okay, I mean, and I'm looking I, forward to the show. But like, you keep dodging my question, fam. Is there anything else about the show thematically, or like, I just I just don't know if like there's anything here. Mm. Like I don't know if it's like. But maybe it's wrong of me. It's wrong of me to like search for that. But but it's usually because like I think most of them have the message up front, you know. Mm. Like the giver gives it to you real quick. Like Hunger Games, you realize it's about like class disparities right away. Mm. Even Maze Runner, class disparities. You know, it's just kind of like they put these these kids in like fucked up situations. And this one, I don't know if I know what the war is or like what the reason is why they would even go to the fold. Like I just. 
I think that that's the thing that I was missing from the first episode. That, like, I don't have a general sense of, like, why I even care about this character. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or, like, even, like, the world. Like, what is the fold? Like, what... Yeah, what significance? It's gonna be, like, they're gonna be able to fucking... Oh, it's, it's, it was uh, energy, right? They find, like, energy from there or something? Did I miss that? No, it's just kind of like... It's just this dark thing that one of the magicians did once. I mean, I can it already... It was like a curse. T- it's gonna be, like... Oh, is it? Yeah, it's you not know, like a curse. It's not like the source of their magic kind of shit. I mean, maybe it could be, but I feel I don't like know how much I should. Say. I feel like the first episode felt like a middle episode of the season. Mm. Like it kind of set up the world, but also like not really. Yeah, you know, like it's it set up these characters, like the gangster ones. Those are the ones I enjoyed the most. But like, I think the main character is kind of bland mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll see. And it just feels like they, in the first episode they didn't sell you too hard on the main character. Like, the one that we're supposed to be rooting for. Like, you can barely remember her. Is that a good thing, you think? Or a bad thing for you? I think that's a not a great thing. Because I like Katniss. You know? I like watching. I cared about her. And, like, I thought she was, like, cool. I think she had, like, a pretty clear intention. And I don't see what else the intention is besides, like... She's like a dumb girl who wants to hang out with her friend. Yeah. Yeah. Katniss like, is more like compelling because she had a reason. Yes. She had like she wanted to protect her family. This girl is just like, I will literally risk my life and the life of others just to be with my friend. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, that you're not likable at all. <laughs> I, yeah. I think for, for me, it was that like, even though I know she's boring, I I do think that like her personality feels like it's like a young person personality like yeah for sure building up confidence in yourself yeah to but like i do things it seemed like i was supposed to understand this as like very serious like there's kind of like perhaps like a child soldiers thing going on but they didn't really like introduce that like that you know it just seemed like everybody's like yeah this is our station this is what it is her discomfort is like her discomfort isn't even really like oh they're like making fun of me it's more like oh these people are being racist it's more like i want to hang out with my friend you know <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was definitely not a perfect. There's there's clunk. But I, I think it was charming enough to like for me to want to keep watching it. Like and I actually think it's like a, you know, like an outing, like a a Netflix, like a Netflix outing where I was like, oh okay, cool. Like Netflix can still make these like shows and they're still they're still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the fact that we got a sound bar, really heightened the viewing experience for us. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the show? No, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see Ben Barnes because he was like the hot one in the show. I mean, in the book. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the next few episodes where we're, in- we're introduced to him. I want to see where the the gangster stuff plays out. I also think that was the levity of the, the, se- or the first episode. Yeah, it was episode. so like, pa- like, it was fun. Like, even the way they, they were like swaggy, like you said. Like, they were really yeah. swaggy. Like, like, even the outfits were on point. Like, that food looked like... The main guy looked bitter. Like, he looked like he was trying to be a tough guy. Yeah. Even the way they introduced, like, the posse, he, like, figures out that somebody's got, like, like a coin that's, like, fake. Mm. It's just, like, I, yeah, it was just, like, I was impressed with, yeah. like, introduce. I think that they should have been the main characters, <laughs> personally. But, it, yeah, it was just fun how they, they built that out because it showed, like, the disparity between the two sides of the same country. Like, in one country, because of the fold, like, one side of the country where, like, you know, the main story takes place. They're very poor. 
I have to ration supplies and whiskey and sugar. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the other, on the other side... It's a port city, and they have, like, a ton of resources. Like, even style, like, like, their clothing. Like, they have furs, and they have these jackets, and they have these, like, colorful colors. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm interested to see, like, what the world's going to look like in, the like, the next couple episodes. And it seems like it's doing pretty well for Netflix. Like, it's, it was, mm-hmm. like, their number one or whatever yeah. for the week. It's a popular, it's a popular series. So, I can never get. So, I, I guess the ultimate the question is, is YA back, baby? It's been back, baby. You're keeping it alive, baby. <laughs> no, I but I do think it's back. Even like to all the boys is young adult. Mm. To all the boys series, like it's a romance novel, but it's a young adult novel, and we see how like popular it is on Netflix. Yeah, but I feel like that transcends to like rom com. Like I don't think. Pe- do you think people rationalize that as like, oh, we're watching this because it's like an ad- adaptation of a book? Like this one feels like. I th- I guess when like there's a bigger concept, it feels the like barrier of entry. No, like when there's a bigger concept, it feels like there's like it's it's that kind of genre. Like I don't know. Well, I think why maybe why fantasy is what we're we're talking about specifically. But like is why fantasy back, baby. Well, we got Golden Compass. Golden Compass. His, his dark materials. His dark materials. His Winks. <laughs> Sabrina. Winks. Sabrina's done, but. In that vein. Yeah. Witcher. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Witcher. But Witcher, I, I think, is it's older. for adults yeah. also. Because it's based on, like, a game. But I don't know. It seems like an interesting time to be into this stuff. Like, there's... It's definitely interesting to see, like, post-Game of Thrones how, like... What that kind of... Ha- the effect that that had mm-hmm. on, like, shit. Like, I feel like even just ending it on, like, the dude getting shot introduces, like... That this character that you saw died in the first, like you know, like it just it's this it introduced it raised the stakes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I think we're, I think we're in like a fantasy lane. Yeah, I think people want fantasy. Is this post fantasy? Oh, 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 snaps! <laughs> I can't snap with them. It hurts. <laughs> Are we post fantasy? Mm, mm. We gotta do like a mo- <laughs> we gotta do a Moesha poem in the beginning. <laughs> yeah anyway, anyway uh what would you rate who, it what would you I rate would it? rate it i would rate it a 3.5 okay i think it did a good job i think introducing a whole world with like its own magic system and like all of this stuff mm-hmm. all this history is really hard to do mm-hmm. in the first episode so i commend it for for doing a, a Solid job. Yeah, I agree. I'd go three point five. I don't know. I just, I just don't think she's like she's. Her character's made to be boring. The main character, like she's just made to just be like she's uncomfortable. Like she has a kind of like a like a fuchi face, you know. Like I, I just, I, I'm just like whatever. Like I'm just not interested. She's uninteresting to me. Mm. Um, that's the biggest drawback for me. But I think it was, it was like a solid first episode. I, I, mm. I'm interested to keep watching it. Like. I mean, it's like Jon Snow, 5. though. You know, Jon Snow is like our main character, but he was kind of boring but, at first. But the story of Jon Snow isn't boring because it's about like all this tragedy. You can be a boring character, but the story your story has, has to move. Begun. You know, like I also think Jon Snow was like honorable. Like he mm. he was a likable person. Like they gave him. It's just, it's almost similar because like 
he was an outcast, an outsider. He was treated like a like a piece of shit bastard. He was he was a piece of shit. <laughs> um, and he just found ways to like be better. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Be more be a good person. Or try also, to be a good also, person. it was like Jon Snow before he even gets to like the camps or whatever. So like we had that that background. Like I just feel like as a as a first step forward for this character, I'm just like, uh, that's fine. Yeah. It seemed like they just needed her to like set off the the thing of the episode. Yeah. You know, which set is like the white flash. Yeah. But I I hope it gets better in the in the the rest of the season. It it, it looks promising. Like I'm gonna keep watching it. How many how many books is it? I think it's like three and three, and then like a few other like side stories. How long do you think this will go for? It seems like it's doing well for Netflix, right? And it does have like a large following. So if it's good, if it's a good first season, it could be the whole three, book? four, three, four seasons. You said there's four. And there's six, oh, but okay. uh, those are like combined worlds. So the fact that they're combining it. I don't know. I think it could go on for a bit. I'm gonna say four seasons. All right, I I'd say three. I I I don't know. It seems like that's the the end of YA. Usually, like around three, three mm-hmm. or four. You know, like even Hunger Games fizzled out by like the third one. Yeah, you but know? those are movies. These this, this is a yeah. Is his but dark material? Wait, wait, wait. No, but it's here? a TV show. Like we can. I think that like, I think it's fair. Because it's like it's ad- adapted. I feel like it, three seasons is fair, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to. I want to keep watching it. I think I'm gonna. Why would you show on an episode? Yeah, would you tell people I to watch was... it or no? I think I would. Or no, I think I will <laughs> watch the whole season and then I'll tell people if they should watch it or not. Okay. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. All right. I think that's it, brother. Yeah, I think that's it. Let's Thanks for listening. It. Rate us, please. 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 Please, please, sir. Please, sir. All right. Peace. Bye.